Comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management, or advertisers. Content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of Telesouth Media Incorporated. Now join us for Advisors Roundtable with your hosts, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus. It's professional advice for your life. Welcome to the Advisors Roundtable, certified financial planners, Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus with you on Super Talk Radio. So Bubba, you know, stuff has to be paid for. Uh, you, you ever hear, you know, well, the government takes care of that, or there's a program for that, or there, 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 there's, a, there's an app for that. There's an app that. for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has to be paid for, right? Well, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. In some form or fashion. Yeah. I mean, you just can't um, create medicine out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to pay the pharmaceutical company. Somebody has to pay the doctor to prescribe those kinds of things. And uh, what we find a lot in our practice is that when people get close to age 65 and they start thinking about Medicare, they don't understand it at all. How it's paid for, where it comes from, what's the difference between a part and a plan and Mm -hmm. all those sorts of things. And and, and we tried to cover that from time to time on the show with Mary Ann, but today we're very blessed to have with us uh, Jeff Credle with uh, Ricky Credle Insurance. And uh, Jeff, Thank you for being with us. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, it's good to have somebody who does something every day on on the show. Uh, Bubba and I see ourselves kind of like general practitioner doctors, and from time to time, you need a specialist, right? Yes, sir, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, tell me a little bit about uh, your insurance agency and how you made a decision to become a, or you guys made a decision to become a sponsor of the Advisors Roundtable. Uh, and how the Advisors Roundtable got involved and, and how you got inspired to want to come on the show. A, a little bit of background about you guys and, and what you do. Well, we have been in the uh, Medicare industry for many years. It's a, it's a family business. It's my mom, my dad, my brother, and then we have some other employees, uh, mm. and we enjoy what we do. We love getting information out uh, to the public and to our clients because a lot of times, it's like you said, Greg, individuals don't understand the working parts of Medicare, and it is a new concept Mm -hmm. because it's so much different than traditional insurance. So Mm -hmm. a lot of our job is not selling the product. A lot of our job is just educating our clients so they understand what they have. Uh, No doubt about it because you made a great point. Here I am. I'm floating along. I'm about 60 years old now, and I'm floating along, and I've got insurance paid for through uh, my employer, myself. Bubba calls it, mm-hmm. you know, sticking it to the man. But <laughs> we, we, you go along, you have health insurance right. and health coverage that way, and you get within three or four or five months of being age 65, and it's about to change, isn't it? It's a huge change, and, and what we see is there's just a lot of things they don't understand. They're used to that traditional 80-20 policy, the co-pays, and things like that, and when you get on Medicare, there's so many parts to Medicare. Mm-hmm. It's not a, I have a medical insurance. I have Medicare with, like you said, you've got Part A, mm-hmm. Part B, then there's Part D. There's all these parts, and it can be confusing to someone mm-hmm. uh, if they don't fully understand uh all the parts to Medicare. Right. And, and then you got plans after that. <laughs> exactly. Then once you have your yeah. Medicare, yeah. you're looking at uh, the products to come alongside the Medicare sure. and supplement that Medicare. So basically what we tell people is 
throughout time as an employee or a self-employed person you paid into the system, you have paid for some parts. Correct. You've done your part. That's what we kind of tell people. You've done your part in a lot of ways. There could be some deductibles and premiums related to parts and whatever. But by and large, you've paid for the parts. But the plan to complement the parts is what you're probably going to have a monthly fee for. Correct. You know, someone that has worked most of their uh, life and they get ready to retire, Part A of Medicare is free. Mm -hmm. It's not going to cost that individual anything. Mm -hmm. The Part B is where they will be some kind of... uh, premium and that is going to be solely based on household income Mm -hmm. so all individuals a lot of times they don't realize that one part of medicare is free Mm -hmm. and one part of medicare they do have a a premium for that medicare and then once uh they get that part a and part b Mm -hmm. is of course they would want to come alongside that and supplement that with something because medicare has holes in it It some folks think well i've got medicare Mm -hmm. i'm good to go and then Mm -hmm. they get uh that first dreaded disease or some type of injury and they see that there's a lot of holes in medicare so what we do is help them look at supplemental coverage to take care of those holes and it's dependent upon you know, a person's age, uh, their zip code, uh, if they're married, if they're single, that premium. But usually tur- a turning 65 female that's married, she can get some great coverage for probably 80 around 80 to $90 a that's month, right. which is very reasonable. Is. Uh, and, and for that same coverage for a turning 65 male, he's probably looking at about 100 bucks mm-hmm. uh, a month. So that's they can right. get some great coverage uh, for those prices. So, so let's it, go back. If it's, if it's based on mm-hmm. zip code, age, mm-hmm. a few other factors, is there a particular place it's better to retire to? In other words, <laughs> well, that should I be. retire to Bruce? Should I retire to Rienzi? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in North Mississippi, yeah. you're going to pay the same premium. Right. Uh, regardless. But now if you get down into South Mississippi, mm-hmm. we have clients in South Mississippi, those zip codes can cost mm-hmm. you a little more. And we actually have clients that will move and say they might move from Louisiana to mm-hmm. Alabama or Tennessee, and those premiums do change. Mm-hmm. So actually, North Mississippi, you're going to probably have one of the lower premiums when mm-hmm. it comes to your Medicare supplement uh Premium versus yeah. if you live in Alabama or Tennessee, you're going to pay. If you're just north of Corinth here, you're right. probably going to pay a little bit more for your supplemental coverage than right. right here in North Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That's exactly yeah. right. Uh, that's exactly right. And quite actually, uh, as uh, people who have lived in Mississippi, maybe even some of us who know people who are elected faci- uh, you know, uh, uh, politicians mm-hmm. in, in, in this, this part of the world, we ought to do a better job of telling the world that you know this part of the world's not so bad to live in. It's not. I had a lady that moved from Louisiana recently that we had insured, and she moved to uh, Startville. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was talking to her about her changes, and she was so excited because her premium was... Uh, a lot less mm-hmm. on our Medicare supplement moving mm-hmm. from uh, Louisiana, Mississippi. We, we've used a couple terms already that I want to kind of slow down because we use them all the time. Right. And go back and do a little educating. Um, let's talk about Part A. That's basically hospital. Yes. That's, that's where. That's the facility. That's where yes. I'm going to get care. Yes. When I, when I talk to individuals about Medicare, I say Part A is going to cover you for an in-stay hospital. Mm-hmm. Now, I always tell folks, you want to make sure if you're in the hospital, that doesn't necessarily mean you're inpatient. Mm-hmm. You've got to make sure that that hospital is admitting you. An example, mm-hmm. if, you went to the, if a, you went to the hospital and you're on Medicare and they say, hey, we're going to keep you overnight 
that doesn't necessarily mean that's an inpatient stay. So mm-hmm. Part A covers inpatient stay. So I always tell folks, if you're staying overnight in the hospital, you want to make sure that they are admitting you because if they admit you, mm-hmm. that falls under that Medicare Part A. Right. That, so. That's exactly right. And, and it may be just a simple question. Hey, doc, how did you code me? Exactly. And I always tell folks, they'll say, well, I was in the hospital. I say, yes, but just because you were in the mm-hmm. hospital doesn't necessarily mean they admitted you inpatient. I've seen uh, bills for our clients that'll say, uh, admit, they've been admitted, but it's an outpatient observation mm-hmm. overnight. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different situation. It can be. A whole it, different situation. I, I would liken that to going in and getting a new knee or a new hip. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you can go in and get, get those new uh, mm-hmm. pieces of hardware in you, mm-hmm. and you're out the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. you're up and walking an hour after surgery. Yeah. Yeah, and you've stayed overnight, mm-hmm. but technically mm-hmm. they may not code it. A hospital may right. not code it inpatient. They yeah. may code that outpatient. That, sure. That's exactly right. So that's part A. Now, we're going to take a break here. We're going to come back and talk about part B and part D and... Why did they skip Part C? What is that? Uh, here at the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable, Certified Financial Planners Bubby Labus, and yours truly, Greg Cooley, with you here on Super Talk Radio Day. We have uh, Jeff Credle uh, from Credle Insurance, and we're talking about a Medicare supplement. So, if you have a family member who's on Medicare and has a supplement, or has a misconception about the various parts, or you're getting close to it, or you're somewhere in your 40s or 50s and know it's coming down the road, we need to really educate people, don't we? Yeah, we sure do. And so, we've already covered a little bit about part a which is in uh, uh, uh hospital stays now let's talk about part b that's who's going to do it right yes your, your part b medicare that is anything what i try to tell folks is part b is anything where you're not in the hospital that might be going to the doctor for a checkup that might be going to the doctor for an outpatient procedure that outpatient procedure could be a test or it could actually be some kind of surgery all of that is going to fall under your Part B. But I may have to pay a little bit for there. Yes. Part B depends on you know, Part B premium. You're mm-hmm. going to have a Part B premium. That's mm-hmm. Right now, the starting rate for a Part B premium is 144 yeah. 144.50 per month. Right. But also, if I've got Part A and Part B to Medicare, and then I've got some kind of supplemental coverage, my supplemental coverage that I have might cause me to have to pay a little out of pocket okay. to all. Uh, when it comes to that care, but it depends on what plan I have. Okay. All right. So that's a pl- that's plans. We're going to get to plans yes, in a Yes, I'm jumping the gun. Here. There you I'm go. Sorry. So we're covering parts. <laughs> so we got part A, yes. which, which is facility. Part B is where we're getting it done or yes. who's doing it for us. Now, there's a part D. Let's yes. go back to part B real quick. Right. Okay. All right. All right. So you said a minute ago that it's, it's uh, dependent on income. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. The so premium. I guess the more income I make, the more the premium is going to be on part B. Yes. Mm-hmm. They have a range. The government has a range. A lot of times folks will come into our office and think it's us. I'm like, oh, no, we don't. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> right. the government. Right. Right. But usually I believe it's uh, 85000 for a single uh, is going to be 144 And I think a married couple is 174000 mm-hmm. per year. But they have ranges above okay. us what they do. And uh, whatever your family income range is, is that dictates what your premium is. Okay. Absolutely. Yep. And that's also based on where you're living. True. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, we've done A and B. Let, uh, I'm going to skip to to D because that stands for drugs. It's easy right. to know that, right? Yes. Yeah. Easy to remember that. What's covered under Part D and what do I need to keep in mind? How, what do I need to know about Part D? Part D is just what you said, Greg. That's your mm-hmm. drugs. And a lot of times individuals think, well, I've got my Medicare 
and they don't realize that Medicare has so many parts. And one of those parts is my drugs. My drugs are not covered under that Part A and Part B. I have to get a separate plan to cover my medications, Mm -hmm. and that's called prescription. Uh, People that are on Medicare, they'll say my drug plan, but that Mm -hmm. in that's basically your Medicare Part D. In Mississippi, there's 27 different plan options for someone on Medicare. And if you're on Medicare, you can pick any one of those options. Uh, in other states, I know in Alabama, our clients in Alabama, there's 30 different options. So what you want to do when you're looking at a drug plan, you have to pick a drug plan that's based on your combination of medications and your pharmacy that you use. A lot of times an individual will say, I want, and they'll give us the name of a drug plan. They'll say, well, I've talked to my neighbor and that's the plan they have. (laughs) And it's a great plan. And I'm like, yeah, well, that may be a great plan for your neighbor, but it may or may not be a great plan for you. You've got to look at your combination of medications. Example, yesterday I had a lady on the phone. She was paying $80 a month for her drug plan. And she was taking, um, Two medications. Uh, I believe one of them was a heartburn medication and a blood pressure medication. Mm -hmm. So she thought the more money she paid for her drug plan, the better coverage she had. Mm -hmm. So we we talked about that. And I showed her she can get a plan that's $14.50 a month and then pay $1 for one of her medications and $3 for others, which should put her total out of pocket at $18.50, and she was paying $80 mm-hmm. just in premium. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of work in parts you have to look at when it comes to Medicare Part D. Right. And if you're not uh, educated enough, you don't have um, en- enough uh, energy, you don't have the, en- you know, the, the interest, you got to find somebody you trust. Exactly. Or you're just retired and you want to play golf and you don't want to fool with having to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you want somebody else to do it. Yeah, and uh, you want somebody who knows, but also somebody who's going to direct you. Right. Uh, because you're not just looking at my coverage. Right. Because when I get sick, I want coverage. Correct. But you're also looking at how much you're out. Correct. And in this part of the world, I think in all parts of the world, but especially we hear it every day in this part of the world, every penny counts. It does. And just like that example I just gave you, she is saving just $720 right there in premium with just one simple change that she is allowed. If and you're so on, she sent you a check, you know, saying thank you and all that stuff, right? Well, I wished, uh, but no, no, no. That's our, we love helping folks, especially when we can save them some money. Yeah. That's a, a great and, thing. And sometimes when you have a meeting with a, a client and you start talking about what you, Bubba and I do this all the time afterward. We talk about you after, you know, okay. after you've left. So I need to stay here afterwards and kind of right. do this. Yeah, okay. and, and, and so, you know, once you've left a, a consultation with us, we'll say, okay, we saved them on taxes because we talked right. him into doing this IRA or his 401k, and we saved him on his Medicare supplement because he moved over right. here, and we saved him on the life insurance and went from the whole to the term. And, and by the time you finish, it might be a $10,000 conversation. They may not know that. No, they won't realize it sometimes, no, a lot of times. Not at all. But in this situation, $700 probably is a welcome thing to that lady. It is. I had a lady the other day. She called in. She was uh, in her late 70s, and she didn't realize she could shop her Medicare supplement coverage, mm-hmm. and she was paying two sixty three a month. So very in good health. So we were able to change her. So she went from two sixty three a month to one thirty two for the same coverage. Uh, so that is a huge savings. One hundred and thirty dollars a month. Yes, you're talking fifteen hundred dollars a year. Yes, That's for a an, day trip to Tunica. Once oh, yeah, a month. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. Well, for this lady, it was knitting. She enjoyed knitting, okay. and uh, for her, knitting uh, Tunica. Yes, you know. it's, it's close. But no, potato, for her, potato. Yes, exactly. But for a single, uh, a widow lady, uh, 
yeah. $1,500 a year. Yes. That is a huge savings. It is. All right. So you just touched on something about being able to shop your coverage. Yes. What are the rules related to shopping my coverage? And, and if I'm ever going to have to get my health chair, care, fit, you know, my, my right. health condition checked and all that stuff. Yeah. Now, when you uh, have a Medicare supplement, you can shop that any time of the year, that yeah. January through December. If you get a, a rate increase and you have a Medicare supplement, you can change that anytime. Okay. As long as you meet certain criteria, you have to go through underwriting. But if you're in pretty good health, that's okay. that's an easy change. Right. Now, when you start talking other aspects, like we've just been talking about Medicare Part D, mm-hmm. you can only make changes to that during certain times of the year. And the terminology they use is AEP, annual election period. But mm-hmm. basically... October 15th through December 7th, every year. So we're getting close to that. We are. Next week, if you're on Medicare, you have an opportunity to review your drug coverage and make changes uh, to that coverage if there's a better option out there. Are you really busy this time of the year? Yes, I don't really see my wife and children very much. I have to reintroduce myself after December 7th. I walk in and say, hey, my name's Jeff Criddle. Who are you? Uh, you know, so yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think it's very good knowledge to know that, you know, if I'm in a plan and I hear my neighbor talking or yes. maybe maybe my doctor changed my meds. Right. Uh, then I can, I, I've got some options here. Yeah, you're not stuck. A lot of times an individual thinks they get their drug plan and they have to keep it. Oh, mm-hmm. no, you you're, you keep it that January through December, but you can shop it every October 15th through December 7th. That's your opportunity being a Medicare beneficiary to make those changes, especially if it can save you some money and mm-hmm. keep money in your pocket. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so now we've talked about the A and the B and we jumped to D. We only got about two minutes because okay. that's all I want to dedicate to Part C because I'm not necessarily a fan. Correct. All right. So for a couple minutes, let's go over what Part C is. Okay. Part C is an Advantage plan. And what an Advantage plan is, is it rolls all of your care into one package. Mm-hmm. You don't have a Medicare supplement that we've been talking about or a prescription drug plan. It's all rolled into one package. But a person that signs up for these Advantage plans mm-hmm. – you're giving up Medicare. A lot of times they don't realize that. They see on TV these things that'll say, hey, you may qualify for free this mm-hmm. and free that if you're on Medicare. Well, yeah, you do qualify for it, but they don't tell you a lot of times that if you sign up for that plan, you are giving up Medicare. But the kicker is you still got to pay that Medicare Part B premium even though you've given up Medicare, so you're not saving any money. And most of those Advantage plans are... Uh, you're going to have an out-of-pocket max each year, and that out-of-pocket max Five is... Five or $6,000, right? Well, I just saw one yesterday, $6,900 in network, and that's another thing. If you have an Advantage plan, you have networks. Okay. You can't just go to any doctor or hospital, So the say. thing that really, what we find, and you find, I'm yeah. sure, is the thing that entices people into one of these Part C things is the monthly cost. Oh, it's free. Oh, yeah. uh, it, Sounds good. Yes. It, it, it's free till you get six, what I tell folks. <laughs> You know, and then you're out $6,400 or $6,900 per year. Yeah. You know, that can be that can be tough. Uh, absolutely. And as we pointed out earlier in the program, stuff has to be paid for. Correct. And they, somebody tells you something's free, there's probably a kicker somewhere. Yes, yes. And a lot of times those Advantage plans, you know, and I'm not here to say no to an Advantage plan or yes to a Medicare supplement, but a lot of times an individual doesn't, isn't given all the information, or they are given that information, but they're just hearing the word free. You've got to look at the details of your plan, whether it's a Medicare supplement or an Advantage plan. Right. And uh, But uh, like you said, free's not free. No. 
No, it, it's not. Um, and glad to make that point. So we've covered part A, B, C, and D. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about plans here at the Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners Greg Cooley and Bubba Labas here today with uh, Jeff Credle. And Jeff, we're uh, talking really in depth here about uh, Medicare and Medicare supplements or Medicare uh, parts. We're going to get into supplements and plans. Right. Okay. All right. So we've talked about the, the Medicare parts that by and large I've paid for. Correct. Over all those tax deductions, that, yes. that FICA FICA guy yes. and, and all that stuff that got involved in my life went back <laughs> when I was about 15. Right. And I wondered who, who's taking all this money of mine. Right. Uh, so you, you contribute to Social Security, you cre- contribute to Medicare, and then, you know, you get to be uh, 64 and eight or nine months here and it really becomes critical, right? It becomes real. Now, let's talk about the timing there, that six-month mm-hmm. window Correct. that's available to me. Correct. Uh, I get to be, when do you want to see me? Well, different. I'm finding it's different with different individuals. Some mm-hmm. people it's a priority, and some people it's not. But we like to sit down with an individual about six months prior to them turning 65, mm-hmm. if they're going to retire from their job. You know, that's a whole nother conversation mm-hmm. about yeah. those parts too. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even want to dilute the water with that. But we like to sit down with them about six months prior, so they and, and educate them, so they understand because Medicare is so different mm-hmm. than your current uh, coverage because of all those parts. But usually about six months prior, we okay. like to sit down. All right. And the government gives me a six-month window of three months before and my 65th birthday yes, and the six month months, off. Uh, three months after and Correct. all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. All right. And so this becomes real at around age 64, 65 and a half. Yes, it does. Very real. All right. So I sit down with you and I'm talking to you and we're going through all these different parts and you say, uh, you're going to have to pay for that if you only have that and you're going to have this gap here and you're, you're going to... And, and I say, well, I'd rather not pay. Right. Uh, tell me how I can have full coverage. Correct. All right. So then you say, well, there are Medicare supplement plans. Correct. All right. So let's begin to delve in that a little bit. What do those plans look like? And they're basically um, given letters of the alphabet, alphabet too, right? Correct. Yeah. If you're talking with, and it's, and it's plans and not parts, you know, Medicare has parts right? and then you get a plan to supplement your Medicare parts is what I tell folks. All that can be confusing. But if I have Medicare, I have my part A and my part B, that Medicare has holes in it. Mm. And then what you want is to get a plan that comes alongside and basically fills in all those holes. And it's like you said, Greg, Mm. they have letters. Mm. There's plan F, there's plan G, and there's plan N. Those are the plans that are going to give you your most comprehensive options in this area. Now, plan F went away per se mm-hmm. January 1st of this year for anyone new to Medicare. Right. But someone that had Medicare prior, you know, Plan F's always going to be an option. So if mm-hmm. I'm someone that has Medicare uh, Part A and Part B, and then I have a Medicare supplement Plan F, then pretty much I'm not going to have any out-of-pocket costs when it comes to mm-hmm. going to the hospital, the doctor, everything is uh, covered. Mm-hmm. My individuals that are older, they don't call it Plan F. They call it Oh, I've got that walk-in, walk-out policy. You know, <laughs> so like, yeah, you have the walk-in, walk-out policy. But right. now, if I have Plan F, if you've got a family member with Plan F, they should not be charged anything, whether they're in the hospital, go to the doctor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the most comprehensive plan. Okay. Now, you know, the second most comprehensive is that Plan G. Mm-hmm. And what I tell folks with Plan G, there is only one difference in Plan F and Plan G. And that, uh, that difference is Plan G will not cover that Part B deductible. Mm-hmm. And currently, that 
that Part B deductible is 198 bucks. So what I tell folks is, you know, your out-of-pocket cost in a calendar year, if I have Medicare and part and I have plan G, mm-hmm. then my out of pocket expense is basically gonna be hundred and ninety eight bucks. I'm gonna use my mom a year. A year per yeah. the entire year. Right. If my mom's listening, I'm gonna use you as an example, mom, okay? <laughs> so my mom a couple of years ago she had cancer and she's got mm-hmm. Medicare Part A and Part B, and then she supplements that with Plan G. So she went to Tupelo Hospital, then she went to UAB Mm -hmm. and MD Anderson, and she was just out that hundred and something dollars in medical expense. That's it. That's awesome. So that's great coverage. You can't beat that. So what would, and I'm not necessarily because of HIPAA and privacy and everything, but generally speaking, what would she pay a month for Plan G? Uh, plan G, of course, it depends on your age, but mm-hmm. like I said, someone that's turning six, a turning 65 female, she's probably going to pay somewhere around $90 a month Ooh, for a plan G. Not bad. Uh, so what I tell folks, if I've got to pay that $144 and 50 cents and then that $90 and I always round it up. Mm-hmm. So you're paying $250 a month. And I'm telling you for 250 a month, your max out of pocket in a calendar year is $198. You know, that's pretty amazing coverage. It um, really is, especially depending on your drug plan. You could be just say an average of fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, you know, you might not even be fifty dollars like the lady yesterday. Be, you know, yeah. fourteen fifty. So she'd mm-hmm. pay about about two sixty four a month, and you're pretty much as my dad says, you're covered like a blanket. <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So how many, how many times do you sit down with somebody, and they've got Part A and Part B, and they've got the right. Part F or Part G uh-huh. plan, uh-huh. but they're paying a heck of a lot more than you have sold it to them for. Right. What we do is we always tell folks: you once you get that that Medicare supplement, you want to shop that thing every few years because it, it creeps up on you. Know the first year or two, it's not going to go up a whole lot, but you know mm-hmm. year three and after. Uh, that's usually when you see a great increase. And, and you can shop that any time of the year. If it's May, April, whatever time of the year, and you get a rate increase letter from that your mm-hmm. carrier, you can just call, and we can shop that thing for you. You don't want to pay more like the lady that I was telling you mm-hmm. about was paying 263 mm-hmm. and now she's down to 132 For the same plan. Same plan, and uh, she goes into effect November the 1st, mm-hmm. and so she's going to save a, a good bit of money. Marianne at our office has this great analogy about the different uh, Earth, plans. Right. And that is that, you know, every time you go shop for a car, let's say you're looking for an F-150 right. truck. I'm just picking one. You sometimes go to various Ford dealers, right? You die, right, and you're not going to pay the same price. Uh, it, but it's the same truck. Exact same. Has that ever gotten under your skin? You're like, the dude down the road's going to sell me to this, <laughs> sell me this thing for $1,800 right, less yeah. than you do. Right. Uh, it's the same truck. Yeah. And sometimes it's the same plan, isn't it? It is. That's what we tell folks. You know, the company does not dictate the coverage. Mm-hmm. The letter, if I've got a plan G, mm-hmm. plan G is the same. It doesn't matter what company you're with. If the government got, says it has to be, It has right? to be the same. The only difference is what you're paying in premium. So if mm-hmm. I've got plan G with, say, company X, mm-hmm. and you've got plan G with company Y, mm-hmm. we have the exact same coverage. Yeah. There's no difference. But I'm paying twice what you are. Right. But but it's good coverage. Yeah, That's yeah, what I hear, yeah, and I say, yeah. well, yeah, I've got good same. coverage. Don't you screw me up. Yeah, man. I'm like, but, but <laughs> I've I'm got telling good you, coverage. Right. Don't mess it up. The, yeah. What we hear a lot is, oh, it pays so well. I'm like, mm-hmm. it has to pay well. Oh, yeah. No plan G is better than another plan G. No plan F is better than another plan So let's plan say F. I'm one of those people that I signed up, and maybe I'm a little lazy. You know, I signed up, and when I first signed up, I'm paying $100 a month Correct. for plan G. 
And over the next five years, I turn 70 and I look at it and I'm paying 212. Correct. Now, why has it crept up? What is it because the insurance company I was with crept up? Is it is it my experience with it? Maybe I've gone to the doctor more. What what makes it creep up other than the fact they just want to go up on me? Well, in a part of its age, some of them will do a rate increase yearly uh, at your uh, anniversary date, and some mm-hmm. don't. Every company's different because every company has different financial goals. You know, uh-huh. you've got thirty you've got thirty different carriers, and every one of them is is different in their financial goals. Uh-huh. So we always tell folks, you know, it's going up. <laughs> and it's just like car and house insurance, and you have to shop it mm-hmm. uh, to get that rate down. So you say every two to three years. You just I would shop it. it every two to three years, and and we always tell folks too. I had one lady. She goes, "I'm not going to use my supplement that way; it won't go up." <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm "Sorry, baby. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're you know, older. It's going up. <laughs> you know." But I also tell folks this too: they cannot increase your premium just yours and yours alone right. because you're using it. If you get a rate increase, that means everyone else is getting a rate increase as well. Oh, okay. So you All can't. Right. Just They're not say, picking on. They can't say, well, that Greg Cooley guy is using his Medicare supplement too much, so we're going to sock it to him. They can't do that. Yeah, they'll have to do a whole class. Yes, they'll have to do everything. Have you ever run across individuals who had multiple supplements? In other words, you know, they thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and get the good one. I'm going to get F, right? But I also need this one over here to do this, and they have two at the same time. You know, you can't do that. Not anymore. Uh, You can't do that. I've seen that one time, and it was just an error on his part. He didn't realize, and we were talking us and, and you can't do that well and i bring that up to say that you can't do that or shouldn't be doing yeah it. you can't yeah. have like i can't have a plan f and yeah. a plan g you can right. only have one but a few years ago before there was right. this clearing house and they looked at your social right. security number or, or or tested you there were people out there that maybe unscrupulous people in our right. business had gotten to and talked to dad and then two months later they talked to mom right. and uh, yeah, you can't you, you can't, can't do, do that, that anymore. No. Right. Yeah. And it's a good thing to know though that from time to time this can be a business where people who really don't have the best intents for you right. reside. Eat right, because this is a population that they're still very trusting, mm-hmm. and they can get taken advantage of sometimes, and that's what we want to do is sit down and educate them and whether it's the parents, the children and and develop that trust and that relationship. All right, so you know, you sit down with that lady, and she goes from paying over two hundred dollars a month to down less than a hundred. That's a great thing you did. Yes, you didn't, uh, you know, hurt yourself by no. doing that. No. Uh, so why uh, we ask this question all the time? Sometimes I've asked insurance people, right. you know, why didn't you bring this up to them? Why, why didn't you tell them? Yeah, well, a lot. You talking about the the the, the decrease? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times it's clients that are currently not our clients mm-hmm. that we. But now we try to sh- we try to keep our clients on top of things, mm-hmm. and sometimes we don't know about that rate increase. A lot of times those companies. They are quick to send that rate increase letter out to the individual, to the individual mm-hmm. but we're not privy to that because they're not sending us that letter because they know the first thing we're going to do is call and say, hey, Miss Jones, yeah. you're going up. So mm-hmm. we always tell our clients, if you get that letter, just give us a call. You're yeah. going to know before we do. Uh, and then usually when Miss Jones calls and she says, I'm with Company X and mm-hmm. it's going up, can you, you help me out? Then that lets us know we're probably going to be starting to get a lot of calls from our clients that have that particular carrier. Yep, uh, yep. And and quite actually, it's it's a favor you're doing me by calling me. Right. It's, it's not just you're wanting another commission or whatever. Right. You're really doing me a favor, aren't you? Right. 
Right. I mean, this lady, if you're taking her from over 200 mm-hmm. to down to 100, you did her a real solid That's when right. it comes to her, her money. Correct. That's why uh, she can be- invest with you. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or go with Bubba to Tunica. Well, yeah, right, right. From her point of view, she thinks both of them are, are gambling. Right. Or give you six and give him six. How about that? You know? So. We're up against another break here at the Advisors Roundtable, enjoying our conversation with Jeff. And hope you uh, hang in there with us for the last segment of Advisors Roundtable on Super Talk. Welcome back to the Advisors Roundtable. Certified Financial Planners Greg Cooley and Bubba Labus here on Super Talk Radio uh, today with uh, Jeff Cradle and Jeff. We're talking about uh, Medicare uh, insurance and Medicare in general, and Medicare supplements and parts and plans and everything. When I sign up, when mm-hmm. I get to be sixty-five and I sign up for Medicare, I'm required to sign up. Some, but not required to sign up for all, right? Cover that with me. Okay. If you're turning 65 and you're retired, then yes, you're going to have to sign up for your Part A and your Part B. But let's say I am a 65-year-old and I'm still working for a company that is offering me group coverage. Okay. Health insurance. They're offering me health insurance. And I work for a company that's got more than 20 employees and they're offering me group coverage. I don't have to sign up for all those parts of Medicare. I can sign up for part of it and defer part of it. So what I tell individuals, if you're 65 and you are still working for a company that gives you your group health insurance, then I'm going to sign up for part A because mm-hmm. part A is free. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cost me. We already me covered that. Yes. Now right. part B, a, an individual has to pay for. So That's that $144. $144. But I've got group coverage if I'm still working. So uh, When I go to the doctor, I don't need that. You don't need that part B. So what I tell folks, if you're still working at 65, you want to defer that Part B if you're working for a company that's got more than 20 employees and uh, they offer you health insurance. So that's $144 you can save. Mm-hmm. Then That could extend to a spouse too, right? Correct. If I'm married, uh, let's say my spouse is turning 65 and I'm 64 and she's on my plan, mm-hmm. I, she doesn't necessarily have to start that, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that Part B either. So that's $144 a month that you can save and keep in your pocket until you get ready to fully retire. Right. right. Yeah, and so uh, how many times do you see where people have, you know, they they said, hey, I I knew when I turned 65, I might have some kind of penalty later on if I don't sign up. So I signed up for everything. Correct. And and we see that more than than I would hope for because Mm -hmm. they'll, a 67 or 68 year old will come in and say, hey, I'm retiring. I need to get a supplement and I need to get a drug plan. Mm -hmm. And when we look at their card, they've already signed up for Part B. So you take someone that's 65 that worked until 68. Three years. Three years. And you say, 36 months times, or so say 36 times 144, that's money they could have kept in their pocket. Close to four grand. Correct. And and so you want to defer that B until you get ready to fully retire. And that's when you just contact Social Security and say, hey, I'm getting ready to retire. I now need to start my Part B. And then you'll start that process. So the penalty I could have later on is just related to the fact that I at least sign up for Part A, right? Yeah, just sign up for Part A. You know, if you take an individual, I had an individual the other day, he called and he was working for a small company and it was like seven employees Mm -hmm. and he was turning 65 and they had a little plan there. Mm -hmm. Well, he had to start his Part B because there wasn't uh, 20 20 employees on that group plan. So he didn't have a choice. But if you're working for a large company, and they're offering you group health insurance, mm-hmm. I would look strongly at yeah. deferring that. That's why we always try to sit down about mm-hmm. six months prior with folks if that's the situation so they don't make a financial decision 
that may not be in their best interest. We had a client a few months ago who's a very valued employee of a particular business, a closely held business, Mm -hmm. and they got about 25, 26 employees. But this particular person, if they didn't have this person, uh, things weren't going to run well for a while. So they came uh, to her and said, you know, you're 64. When you get 65, you got to sign up for uh, Medicare, but uh, we want to keep you at least until you're 68. Correct. We need you the next four or five years. And oh, by the way, we're hiring this other person to come in, but it's going to take four or five years for you to try to train them. Correct. Everything you have, uh, all the stuff. And so, you know, when she went to sign up for Medicare, she called me because I'd already told her, you don't have to sign up for everything. Correct. And so she called me and whoever she was talking to, they wanted to settle the whole shebang. Yeah, you don't need that. That's what we try to educate six months prior. Yeah. And so if you're one of those people out there listening and you think, you know, and I've also talked to Bubba Mm -hmm. and he sat down with me with the Thompsons and they've done all that uh, social security training or or planning for me and I'm going to be full retirement somewhere around 67 then that's when I want to retire because I want to right. get the most I can out of Social Security. Correct. But that's a couple of years there I can save Part B's premium. Yes, that $144.50 a month, that, that adds up over time. It sure does. It sure does. And, and so all of these things work hand in hand. Correct. How long do you think you're going to work? Social Security, when are you going to get the most out of that? Right. Signing up at 65. It's a lot of stuff to think about. Yes, it is a lot of stuff to think about. It, it's a lot to think about, but what I want to take some of the intimidation out of it. There right? you go. Good. Right. So you've, you've got experts in the room here that mm-hmm. you can call You mm-hmm. know, all throughout the United States, really, mm-hmm. that you could call and, and get expertise. But the actual process of signing up, mm-hmm. you can actually do it two ways. You can go down to the office, the Social, Social Security, Security right. office, and do it. Right. You can also do it online. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So if, if you're comfortable and you feel good enough about it, or maybe you want to go into an individual's office, like like Jeff's office, and say, hey, it's time for me to sign up, I'm sure you'd be willing to sit oh, yes. there with them and, and help them go through the yes. steps online. Yes, because some people yeah. are intimidated. Mm-hmm. I had a lady the other day, that's pretty much what she told me. She said, this is so intimidating mm-hmm. to me, and I have dreaded it. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we want. We mm-hmm. want them to feel comfortable, come in, and let, know that we're going to take care of that dread mm-hmm. and that intimidation. And once they learn and we educate them, it's not as complicated as you think it is, sure. but it's just a whole new way of thinking mm-hmm. and a whole new process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems complicated when you're listening to us on the radio or when you try to read something or see that video on YouTube. But when you get involved in it correct, and you start thinking about your particular situation and your money and what you're going to pay a month and what you're going to pay a year and how much you're going to have coming in, it gets real. It does. And maybe not as complicated because you're now on the boat. Right. You know, when you're st- you're standing on the shore and you're looking out there at that big cruise liner that we used to have in the world <laughs> and see all that stuff and you see all those different offerings in the Lido deck and what happens here and there. Right. And it seems very, very complicated. But when you sign up for one of those, you get you start living it. Correct. And as Bubba said, you take the intimidation out of it. Correct. Um, so... You want to see me sometime between 64 and 65, preferably six months before, three to six months before. You want to see me two to three years, every two to three years after that. For the supplement. Now, we want to sit down with our clients. On Like right now, this drug plans uh, are Part D. Is their opportunity to make those changes? Mm -hmm. Our clients, we do that every year for our clients. We try to assist them and help them get the best plan mm-hmm. for their for their money for the value every so do you year. ever look in somebody's purse and say you need to get rid of that card you need to get yes. you know, i mean you help them clean out yes 
I had a phone call the other day. A, a man and woman said, oh, you're on speakerphone. We've got all this stuff. We're just going to call out the name of the company on this letter, and you tell us where to chunk it or not. So that's what I did uh, for my yeah. clients. I so, mean, really? Yes. Yeah, because yes. we've seen it before. We've seen somebody had six or seven or eight cards. Well, those were from four years ago when you canceled that thing back then, but they kept it. Yes. I will say this just kind of, I know we're getting close to the end here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell my clients, especially if you're new to Medicare or you've had Medicare for a while, Medicare is not going to call you. Mm. Uh, now mm. people are not being very trustworthy, and they mm. will call saying they're with Medicare to try to get your personal information. Mm. Medicare is not going to give you an unsolicited call, and they are not going to send you something in the mail saying, hey, call us about your benefits. Mm-hmm. Medicare is not going to do that. These companies are very... Uh, they know where the line is, yep. and they don't quite cross it. So we tell I, that's something I always tell our folks when we sit down. Just remember, Medicare will never call you unsolicited, and they're not going to send you something in the mail. And quite actually, most branches of the government are that way. Right. The IRS ain't going to call you. Dude. No, if they they're going to send you a nasty letter. Yes. But they're not going to call no, you. No. You know, uh, and and many people. They get intimidated. They get scared. Correct. When they hear Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, anything associated, IRS, anything associated with the government, it scares them. It does. And it's intimidating. Uh, And that's one of the reasons we have the Advisors Roundtable, to make sure that life is not intimidating and that we get you educated. So thanks, Jeff. It's always uh, good to have an expert in the room. You know, and, and to talk about some of these things that can seem intimidating and, and complicated from afar. But uh, to get you here and to talk about it is really a wonderful blessing. So thank you for, for coming on the show. Um, Bubba, you know, I, I know you're only 41. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just a young fellow over here. Yes. Yeah. But uh, in our practice, we see the need for people to know more and more about this, don't we? Well, and I would I would say even somebody who's 41, if you've got parents, you know, right. you might need to help your parents with some of these issues. Yep. Yep. And, you know, just ask a question. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand, despite what age you are, uh, begin asking questions. Make sure that you're informed. That's why our office is there and why uh, uh, Credit Insurance is there. So thanks, Jeff. Thanks a lot for everything uh, thank you. you do. And thanks for being a valued sponsor of the Advisors Roundtable. Thank you. I've enjoyed it. Have a great day. discussion and content expressed by the host of the Advisors Roundtable are intended to be received as news, educational, and entertainment or unit items and are not to be accepted by the listener as legal, investment, insurance, or tax advice. Opinions and views will be expressed by guests of the Advisors Roundtable and those opinions and views are those of the guests alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Advisors Roundtable host or any of its affiliated radio stations. All information provided is educational in nature and is not intended to be acted upon without first consulting the 
the appropriately licensed professional of your choosing. Before acting upon any information obtained during an advisor's roundtable broadcast, an individual should understand matters are extremely tax-specific and require advice tailored to individual facts and needs. Certified financial planners Greg Cooley and Andrew Labus are registered representatives of S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Securities offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Ignite Planters, LLC. Ignite Planters, LLC is not affiliated with S.A. Stone Wealth Management Incorporated. Thank you.